Hey there, welcome to the program and, well, happy Thanksgiving. I hope you're with your family on this National Day of Thanks. I hope you're having great food and great time. You know, for me, when Thanksgiving comes around, what's the first thing you start sneaking from the kitchen? Do you have simple things that you sneak from the kitchen? For me, you know what it is? Black olives. I just can't wait to hop into the black olives. Does your family have black olives? I adore black olives. In fact, I, I don't need an excuse at all. To dive into the black olives. It's just one of my most incredible things that I really, really love having. Hey, by the way, today's program, since we're going to be going back in time, we're going to Abraham Lincoln it. Do you know what your grandparents and great grandparents knew about survival? Today's program is brought to you by Survive the Crap. Yeah, if you watch my program, Cut the Crap, there's a companion program I do called Survive the Crap. You can find it at survivethecrap.com. Some of the things that uh, I cover are, you know, arts and crafts and buildings and things that our, that our grandparents and great-grandparents and those before them knew to take care of themselves. Well, when, when everything hit the fan. I cover things like, would you dare eat an egg that's set on a shelf for almost two years? Most people would think no, but I can tell you how to do it. And did you know that, as a matter of fact, bread does grow on trees? Or that you can make portable, life-saving pocket soup? Do you know how to make your own antiviral extract? Or how to grow massive amounts of potatoes? Or how to raise tilapia? Do you know the different things that you can make flour from? Or... What food should you raise if you're a prepper or wound care? It just keeps on going on. How to heal with honey. How to raise goats. How to have a safeguards against economic collapse. This is what I cover in Survive the Crap. So today's program is brought to you by Survive the Crap. Check it out at survivethecrap.com. Survivethecrap.com. Let's talk about this holiday that we're in right now. As a matter of fact, I just went into the kitchen Everybody's in there, and uh, well, I, I did. Like I said, I stole olives. Do you know the history of our nation when how we got to this commemoration for a national day of thanks? Do you know the origin stories? What I'm going to cover for you today is Abraham Lincoln's Thanksgiving Day proclamation that he made to a nation divided. And yes, right now I do believe just like in 1863, our nation is divided. God forbid we head into another civil war. You know, in today's political climate, in fact, our nation seems to be ever more divided than it is. And here we are at another National Day of Thanks, our Thanksgiving. And I can only imagine what President Lincoln was dealing with when he was prompted to do his Thanksgiving Day proclamation in 1863. Lincoln's Thanksgiving proclamation, that's what's recognized as the beginning of what we consider the modern Thanksgiving holiday. It was first uh, given a proclamation uh, 
by a president is the first time since George Washington actually proclaimed a day of general thanksgiving. He did that on October 3rd, 1789. He said, Whereas it is the duty of all nations to acknowledge the providence of Almighty God and to obey His will, to be grateful for His benefits, and to humbly and humbly to implore His protection and favor. Boy, is that not the truth we could use? God's protection and favor, couldn't we? Lincoln's Thanksgiving proclamation ended up serving as the first in an unbroken string of such proclamations by every president since. There's a letter out there by Sarah Josepha Hale. She was an elderly magazine editor. She wrote to Lincoln. She urged President Lincoln to declare a national day of thanks in order to develop a deep moral influence on the American character and to reunite, reunite a country divided by a civil war. Do you believe we've lost our deep moral influence? I do. Do you believe the American character has changed? I certainly do. So just months after the Battle of Gettysburg, an incident where the Union lost nearly 30% of its troops and the Confederacy had just lost nearly 40% of theirs, President Lincoln heeded Hell's request and issued his Thanksgiving proclamation. He started it with the following that said, The year that is drawing towards its close has been filled with blessing of fruitful fields and healthful skies. Why would Abraham Lincoln use such hopeful words in the midst of a bloody civil war? Right? Was he just some sort of goofy Pollyanna politician trying to hide the unpopular truth of the war's great cost of its citizens in America? I don't think so. Some believe, one article said, they believe he was simply acknowledging something we sometime still here in churches today, that God is good all of the time. You see, in Scripture, Colossians 2, verse 6 through 7 reads, So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live in him, rooted and build up in him, strengthen in your faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. You see, Political differences are going to continue. It's not just that they're likely to continue. They are going to continue. Families, friends, community, schools are not always going to see eye to eye. But we must never allow our differences to cause such great division that it keeps us from being thankful for the goodness of God. If Abraham Lincoln was able to show such incredible gratitude during a time when our nation literally was divided, killing each other, then certainly we can do no less today. We're in a different war, granted, but we are nonetheless at war. So I'm going to go back to Washington, D.C. The date is October 3rd. 
1863, where the President of the United States, Abraham Lincoln, gave this proclamation. The year that is drawing towards its close has been filled with blessings of fruitful fields and healthful skies to these bounties which are so consistently enjoyed that we are prone to forget the source from which they come. Others have been added which are of so extraordinary a nature that they cannot fail to penetrate and soften even the heart which is habitually insensible to the ever watchful providence of Almighty God. In the midst of a civil war of unequal magnitude and severity, which has sometimes seemed to foreign states to invite and to provoke their aggression, peace has been preserved with all nations, order has been maintained, and laws have been respected and obeyed, and harmony has prevailed everywhere except in the theater of military conflict. While that theater has been greatly contracted by the advancing armies and navies of the Union, needful diversions of wealth and of strength from the fields of peaceful industry to the national defense have not arrested the plow, the scuttle, or the ship. The axe has enlarged the borders of our settlements and the mines as well of iron and coal as of the precious metals have yielded even more abundantly than heretofore. Population has steadily increased, notwithstanding the waste that has been made in the camp, the siege and the battlefield, and the country. Rejoicing in the consciousness of augmented strength and vigor is permitted to expect continuance of years with large increase of freedom. No human counsel hath devised nor hath any moral hand worked out these great things. They are the gracious gifts of the Most High God, who while dealing with us in anger for our sins, has nevertheless remembered mercy. It has seemed to me fit and proper that they should be solemnly, reverently, and gratefully acknowledged as with one heart and one voice by the whole American people. I do therefore invite my fellow citizens in every part of the United States and also those who are at sea and those who are sojourning in foreign lands to set apart and observe the last Thursday of November next as a day of thanksgiving and praise to our beneficent Father who dwelleth in the heavens. And I recommend to them that while offering up the ascriptions, justly do him for such singular deliverances and blessings, they do also with humble penitence for our national preservedness and, well, our perversiveness and disobedience. 
commend to his tendered care all those who have become widows, orphans, mourners, or sufferers in the lamentable civil strife in which we are unavoidably engaged and fervently implore the interposition of the almighty hand to heal the wounds of the nation and to restore it as soon as may be consistent with the divine purpose to fulfill enjoyment of peace, harmony, tranquility, and union. In testimony whereof I have hereto set my hand and caused the seal of the United States to be affixed, done at the city of Washington, this third day of October, in the year of our Lord, 1863, and the independence of the United States, the 88th. President Abraham Lincoln. We are, once again, history has repeated itself, a nation divided. I'm asking you to give thanks, but I'm asking you to pray. Pray that we heal our nation. Pray that we can all talk and dialogue together. Pray that we all stand strong and realize we're under attack from the outside, from very evil and dark forces. And if we continue to stay divided, we will lose our great nation. We do have much to be thankful for. I, for one, am thankful for you. God bless America and happy Thanksgiving.